0: Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. If you're looking for a solid and reliable contract that you can feel good about sending to your clients, look no further than the WVS contract crafted by a licensed attorney in the state of Colorado. It might just be the best contract for wedding videographers in all of North America, or even maybe the world. Uh, Hard to know. Regardless, if you're unsure of whether the contract you're using right now is good enough, Go to WeddingVideographySchool.com right now, enter the password podcast, and start protecting yourself and your business today. Hey guys, Michael here with Wedding Videography School. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. It's a beautiful day here in Colorado. Uh, Gonna go outside for a bit of a run here. A bit of a run. Not too much of a run. Just a bit of a run. Uh, and then I'm going to head over to the Olympic training center where I train. No, I'm just kidding. I don't train at the Olympic training center, but I do have a friend who is on the wrestling team there and he's a strength and conditioning coach. And he is pursuing his dream of winning a, a, a gold medal, uh, in the summer Olympics. So hopefully that dream will come true for him. Uh, but I'm going to head over there, shoot a little video of him wrestling and, um, just kind of a promotional Instagram sort of thing. Keep my video skills uh, sharp during the off season. I don't want to uh, forget how to hit record on my camera or anything like that. So going to go help my friend out today. Uh, So in this episode of the Wedding Videography School podcast, I want to call it, I want to, I want to talk about saying yes and saying no. And I think that saying yes is an important thing to do when you're first starting out shooting weddings. Um, You know, when I first started my wedding videography business, I pretty much said yes to everything. And I'll never forget when I told my buddy Nolan, uh, he worked at the TV station with me back in the day. Uh, I told him, and actually he shoots weddings now, which is pretty funny. Uh, But anyway, I told him I was quitting TV news. And then I was going to start my own, uh, videography business. And he said something that was absolutely true and something that I knew at the time was true. And it's, it's always stuck with me. And he said that he's like, I know you're going to be successful at this. He's like, but just so you know, you are going to have to shoot some stuff that you don't want to shoot. And he said, you're going to have to say yes to some things that you don't want to do. And I even at the time that he said that, like I knew he was right. You know, I knew I was going to have to shoot some cheesy videos for cheesy clients, um, not necessarily wedding stuff, but, you know, other things just to just to make sure I was paying rent and just to make sure I was getting by. Right. Especially when you're first starting out it is important to say yes to a lot of things. Um, that's, that's really how I built my business. It's how I was able to, um, support myself in the beginning. Um, but you know, saying yes too much and saying yes too often and saying yes too far into your career definitely has its downsides, right? Um, and it's great to say yes. Like I love saying yes to an awesome wedding client or saying yes to an awesome paycheck. Right? Those things are great. Um, but I think that saying yes too often was something that I eventually had to overcome. Um, and saying yes, you know, before I before I get too far on the negatives of saying yes too often, there there are things to be said for saying yes a lot, right? Especially in the beginning. Like I said, when you're first starting out, saying yes is going to get you gigs. It's going to get you opportunities to meet people. It's going to get you um, a lot more than just money. In fact, the money in the beginning may suck, right? It really is developing relationships with new people or meeting wedding planners or meeting um, interesting people who maybe they have a lot of followers on Instagram or maybe they have a bunch of connections, right? And saying yes to those people can help you um, get your business started off on the right foot. I know that um, me saying yes to having a bunch of different jobs really helped me narrow down my career path, Um you know, I learned that I didn't want to have a boss after just having, just even after having a few jobs, like I knew, like I kind of recognized this pattern of, I really don't want to have somebody telling me what to do. And some people would say you have a problem with authority or you don't respect, uh, your, your bosses or authority or whatever. And yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's true. Maybe it is. So what? So what? I don't like authority. Fine. Um, I don't thrive with somebody breathing over my shoulder telling me what to do. I actually thrive when I know that my success and my failure is all on me, right? That's what keeps me motivated. That's what makes me go into my office on my day off, right? I could be out. Honestly, I could be out doing anything I want to do right now. I could be downtown, which is a few minutes away from my house, drinking at a bar, watching, uh, watching ESPN. Like I could honestly be doing anything I want right now. And I'm recording a podcast, (laughs) right? Like I could just be out in the sun, which I do plan to do in a few minutes, but I'm going to do this stuff first. Um, because that's what drives me. Right. So I learned by saying yes to a lot of other things that, you know, those weren't necessarily the things that I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to, uh, work for myself. Um, so there are positives to saying yes a lot, but saying no and being able to say no is as equally important. Um, and saying no doesn't mean that you failed. And what I mean by that is, I get a lot of emails from clients, and I've I've gotten a lot of emails from potential clients, I should say, for a long time, where I. I don't have availability or my prices are too high or whatever. And every time for a long time, every time I had to write back to a potential client and say, Hey, sorry, I don't have availability. Like I felt like a failure, which is weird, right? Because I should be happy that I don't have availability. Um, But I felt like I felt like I was screwing up. Um, If somebody said that I was too uh, expensive for them, like I felt, I felt bad. Like I, it wasn't a good feeling. And a lot of you probably think, well, you should be glad that you're too expensive for them. Cause that means you've like, you've like accomplished some things and now you're able to charge more money and blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I always felt like the goal wasn't money as much as it was to book everybody that came my way right like I always felt like if I couldn't book somebody then that was a reflection that was like on me right like oh I, I didn't book them so I must have failed somehow but the fact of the matter is um, saying no doesn't mean that you failed not booking a client doesn't mean that you failed in fact sometimes you need to say no in order to preserve yourself and your business right Maybe you have a family that you need to set aside some time for. I know I do. Um, Maybe you need to spend some more time uh, keeping track of the numbers and keeping track of your expenses and itemizing deductions for taxes, right? Maybe you need to say no to a couple weddings. Maybe you can't shoot 50 weddings. Maybe you can. I don't know. That's for you to decide. But sometimes we have to say no in order to preserve our time or our relationships or um, you know, our, maybe our dignity in some cases. (laughs) Mm. Um, and sometimes you need to say no in order to preserve that time for other better things. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've said yes, uh, to something and then been really bummed out later down the road when something way better came along. Right. So for instance, there's been plenty of times where I booked like a wedding and maybe I gave like a small discount or something because I really wanted to book a wedding. And then two months later, like a really awesome wedding came my way for that, that same date where not only did I already book that wedding, but I gave that person a discount. And now you know this really expensive awesome wedding with this planner that I really like with this photographer that I really like with this DJ that I really like at a way better venue that's even closer to my house like <laughs> now I'm going to miss out on that because I already said yes to this thing that at the time I knew that I really shouldn't have said yes to but I I wanted to right cuz I felt like well you know, if I don't book this, then maybe I won't book anything that day, right? So there's there's been plenty of times that I've said no um, and, and, or that I've said yes and been bummed out later. Um, and, you know, on the same, you know, on the flip side, there's been plenty of times where I said no and I've been bummed out only to say yes down the road and been really happy about it, right? So there's been a few times where somebody said, Hey, uh there's this wedding on November 11th. Can you do it? Uh the budget's $2000 and I think well, it's the off season and it's 2000 it's not it's a significant amount less than what I'd normally do, but maybe I should do it cuz maybe I won't get another wedding in November. Uh you know, those are the kinds of things that I think. Um but then I've had times where I said no to it. And then a way better wedding came along, right? And I was actually able to say yes, right? And so I think I think part of saying yes too often is a fear of missing out. And it's also a fear of failure in a way. At least it was for me. Um, and like I said before, not booking the client doesn't mean you've failed. Uh, not every client is your client. Not every potential client is for you. And so... Uh, even when people told me I was too expensive, um, something I should have been happy about, I felt like a failure. And I, so it's taken me a while to learn that saying no is part of the game. It's part of every business. And part of running a business is getting the right people in the right places at the right time. Whether we're talking about contractors or employees or, um, you know, the people that you want to work with, the kinds of planners that you want to work with, the kinds of photographers that you want to work with, um, Getting everybody in the right place at the right time is what makes a business truly successful and truly rewarding. I love shooting videos for the clients who love my style. Have you ever shot a video for someone who um, they got in touch with you because the other videographer that they wanted was already booked, right? And they're like, oh, we really like this person, but he was unavailable. So you're like the next best thing for us. It's fine, and honestly, most of the time it's not that big of a deal. But sometimes, sometimes it's like you can tell that that style of the other video videographer, vide-a- vide-a- <laughs> videographer out there, who your client really likes their style, and their liking of that style never really goes away, and you can kind of feel it after you send them their video. Because they kind of want you to change things to be more like the other videographer. Like that never feels that great, right? So, you know, getting the the right clients for you is extremely important to your happiness, your feeling of satisfaction. And so it's something that I encourage everybody to kind of work on, right? And to think about actively while you're making decisions throughout your day. You know, my son has a puzzle with different shapes and colors. Um, There's all these pieces that fall out of the puzzle. And um, it's one of those puzzles where you like unlock it and then you shake all the pieces out of it and then you relock it and then your kid has to put the like the yellow star shape into the yellow star shaped hole or whatever. Um, And, you know, the yellow star shape does not fit very well in the blue square hole. Okay. In order to get the star to fit into the square, I would have to cause a lot of damage to both the star and the square. And that's kind of like, you know, business, right? If you put the wrong people together, it causes problems. It causes damage. Um so I want to encourage you to say yes and no at the right times so that we can get the right people in the right places at the right time, right? We want the clients that are good for us. And it's a balancing act for sure. Um, and But once you master it, and honestly, I'm still trying to master it myself. But once you master it, and once I master it someday, uh, we'll find that life gets easier, right? Business gets easier. And all the negative feelings that you have about being told no, or having to say no to others, or maybe uh saying yes when it doesn't feel right inside, you know, when you say yes to something that you're just like, "Oh, I shouldn't have done that." All of that is going to fade away, and you you get used to it. Um you know, I'll give you another quick example. My son hates to get dressed in the morning. When it's time for me to get him out of his pajamas and put him in his clothes, he just hates it. He hates it so much and it, it's weird to me because I know that someday he won't care about getting dressed. He's going to dress himself. Um, and it's just going to be a part of his day that doesn't bother him. Right. So go out and say yes, when you should and no, and know when you should um, and you'll get used to it and won't be a problem anymore. And uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. That's what I want to share with you guys today. Hopefully this speaks to somebody out there um, who, who's having an issue either saying yes or saying no or both. Um, hopefully this will help encourage you. And, um, just so you know, I struggle with all that kind of same stuff just as much as anybody else. So we're all in this boat together. Hey guys, if you like today's podcast, please leave me a review on iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. I'm going to be dropping a <laughs> drop in. It's like I, I have an album coming out or something. I'm going to be uh, releasing an interview that I just did with Miguel Garcia of Miguel Garcia Studios. Uh, he is based out of Pasadena, California, and he is a really good dude, a really good, honest, uh, no frills kind of guy, just shoots straight from the hip. He is um, really an open book. Uh, I don't know if I can come up with any more metaphors <laughs> for, for what this guy is, but he's he's a really cool dude. Uh, he was on podcast episode seven, so uh, you guys can go back and check that out. There's a lot of great info in there that I had actually forgotten about it till uh, forgotten about until I re-listened to it the other day. Um, so yeah, I did another interview with him, and it's it's really good. I'm excited to release it. Um, go ahead and follow uh, Wedding Videography School on YouTube. Uh, subscribe over there. Um, I, right now I'm just posting some podcasts, but this, this, uh, podcast that I did with Miguel, uh, will be in video form as well as audio form here on iTunes. But you know, you can, you can look at our faces if you want during the podcast, if that's something you're into, if you like this podcast, don't forget to leave a review. If you've been listening for a while, maybe you've heard me ask for a review and you just haven't done it yet. Don't be that person. Uh, you know, you're feeling bad about it. Don't feel bad about it. Just go ahead and log into iTunes, leave a review. I know it's a pain. I hate doing reviews for other people, but I do it because I know that it's going to help them out. So make sure you leave a review. And, uh, if you guys have questions, please send me an email at Michael at wedding Check out the website and until next time, happy shooting. Hey guys, this episode of Wedding Videography School is brought to you by Photographers Wearing Wide Brim Hats. Uh, Photographers Wearing Wide Brim Hats is the nation's number one wedding photography company. And for good reason. Uh, They are clearly the most creative, most unique uh, individuals out there. And their photography is so creative, I can't even begin to describe how creative it is. That's how creative it is. If you guys are working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats, then you're probably not working with the best photographers out there. So... Um, you know, whether you're having a wedding, a birthday party, uh, or you're taking your kids to school or you're hanging out at home or going to the bathroom, you know, all things that you want photographed creatively, um, it should be done by photographers wearing wide brim hats. A lot of you guys, I know you're working with photographers who aren't wearing wide brim hats. They might not be wearing hats at all. And um, that's a problem. If they're not wearing a wide brim hat, I don't know what the point of them even picking up a camera is. But when you work with photographers wearing wide brim hats, you know that you're always getting someone who's going to uh, give you the most incredible shots that you could imagine. So for your next event, whether it's a wedding, a birthday party, a family reunion, uh, your mom's, pap smear whatever the event make sure that you hire photographers wearing wide wideburn hats um, to get the most creative still images captured you know one frame at a time and that's what that's what photography is it's you know you hear the click click and you know you got one frame and then you hear another click sometimes you hear eight clicks in a row like click 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 click, click. uh that they just got eight pictures and maybe one of them is good probably not but the photographer wearing a wide brim hat they are going to pull those photos later on and you know really really select the eight or six shots that they got from the entire day um, that they stood in front of the videographer to get and they're gonna they're gonna edit those down into something truly magical. Probably, um, probably just two eight by tens that you can put in the living room next to the closet door. So, give photographers with wide brim hats a call today and book them for your next event.